Now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Well, howdy, friends. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. My name is Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation. Friends, before we get in more to rodeo and why we care about it and why it's important to the Western Conservative Summit, I want to encourage you to check out Colorado Christian University. It is a university on a mission, a university with a strong foundation on Jesus Christ and the Bible. CCU is launching Accountants, business leaders, counselors, pastors, teachers, musicians, communication experts, engineers, nurses, and so much more into this world. With over 200 degree options, Colorado Christian University is the university for the next chapter of your life. The College of Undergraduate Studies is home to more than 1,500 traditional undergraduate students. When you think of college, that's typically what you're thinking of, right? Sporting events and cafeteria and dorms and hanging out with your friends, but also... We have a College of Adult and Graduate Studies offering undergraduate and graduate degrees to over 8,000 adult learners worldwide, all 50 states. More than 90% of the CCU's adult students complete their degrees online entirely. I know it's a challenge, especially if you're an adult. You've got so many responsibilities. You've got kids and a business and you're just busy, busy, busy. How am I going to get it done? Colorado Christian University will work with you to open up that next chapter for your life to help you get that degree. So go to ccu.edu, learn more about this wonderful university that's changing things. So friends, I'm talking with Natalie Stormrider McFarland of McFarland Productions, named a Cowgirl 30 Under 30. She produced all these great videos for us with Lauren Boebert on the Second Amendment. We did wildfires and wolves and federal land management and oil and gas, all those Western issues, because Western issues are very, very important to the Western Conservative Summit. Uh, Early on, we were talking about our name. What are we going to do about the Western Conservative Summit? And it dawned on me that we are a regional conference, so we should cover Western issues. And as much as I love the rodeo, I'm not just here to attend the rodeo. I'm here to learn about policy issues that are going to affect the Western United States, us, We spent the whole day talking about water policy in Nevada. It is not good. We are going to face major water challenges in the western United States, which is probably going to mean no more lawns, maybe no more swimming pools in the future. So that's what we're trying to elevate at the Western Conservative Summit. So, Natalie, in your documentary, you covered how rodeo is a family sport. And I was talking with some lawmakers today about how rodeo is really the last great American sport that loves this country, loves faith, loves family. You don't have all the politics getting involved with it. And uh, there's a real strong family component. And if you watch the documentary, you see these rodeo stars talking about their families. Give us a little insight on that, Natalie. Well, I think rodeo defines family a little different than some people do. And and not only that it's your immediate family, you know, the mom, dad, and the kids, it's your extended rodeo family. And and people refer to it that way, um, a rodeo family. So everybody from your traveling partner to your dad's traveling partner is basically your uncle, you know. Um, So they they definitely stick together. Um, You know, these guys travel all over the country all year long, staying in 
all kinds of locations across the U.S. with with people driving for them and this and that and stay at different places and. Yeah, it's the rodeo family is a strong one, and and they stick together for sure. And, and there's no better place to see an example of that. Um, and it's probably the most popular example. But man, those steer wrestlers, it, you know, even at the NFR level, yeah, they're competing against each other. But you'll never see guys celebrate each other more than that steer wrestling group. And in rodeo family, it's it's bigger than just you know parents, kids, and things like that. It's it's everybody within the industry. So even though you're competing against each other. NFR leadership was talking about this today too, that the, the athletes help each other, right? And, and they'll get up there and make sure that the rope's tied right and all that stuff and help their buddies. I mean, you, you see this, and maybe Natalie talk a little bit about this. You are oftentimes in the dirt at rodeo. Right. And rodeo isn't just NFR. And I'll get into this in just a second about the local rodeos. Cause I actually love them more, but, uh, you're in the dirt and you see this up close, right? What's that experience like? Oh man, being on the dirt is uh, that's an experience. It can be it can be kind of a wild one. You know, we we cover Pendleton Roundup every year. It's one of my favorites, and we love the small ones as much as we love the big ones. But Pendleton Roundup won nine time Large Outdoor Rodeo of the Year this year, and it's it's for a good reason. You know, Pendleton Roundup in particular, there's grass in the middle of the arena. That's real unique. Um, there's a track all the way around the outside. That is a big big arena. Um, it's there. They play football on the grass in in the in for the high school and things like that. So you can imagine how big this arena is. But um, being in the dirt uh, is is an experience. You know, it's it's a little dangerous, which is fun, right? Um, but it's also uh, it's it's also just being able to see those athletes cheer each other on. I mean, there, there's a great example. Every time the Stetson boy or right, the Wright brothers travel anywhere, you know, Stetson's getting on a bull. His two brothers are right up there screaming for him, you know, or, or, or even, you know, the steer wrestlers, a lot of those guys are sharing horses as they go down the road. If they're not necessarily hauling their own horse, they'll share the same horse uh, across multiple steer wrestlers and they'll haze for each other and everything else. So, yeah, being in the dirt, um, you get to see the interaction between those athletes, which is, I think, somewhat unique. You know, even in other pro sports, I've, of course, you're, you're, you know, helping out your teammates and things like that. But in this situation, it's uh, cl- closer to golf, right? In that everyone is kind of their own team in a way, them and their horse or, or the stock that they're competing on that day. Um, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, those guys are competitive with each other. Don't get me wrong, but they absolutely are helping each other out there. So give us a, maybe a, a moment where you were a little scared being in the dirt. Oh, Pendleton Roundup. Uh, so Pendleton Roundup, uh, when they do the bull riding, they put up, uh, panels that make the arena a little smaller. Cause you can imagine you can't really buck bulls very well on an arena of that size, but their panels are super duper heavy duty reinforced PVC pipe, which means that they're not super duper heavy duty at all. So those bulls can go right through it anytime they want to, but most of them respect the fences pretty good just on their own. But once in a while, you get kind of a wild one. So have you been stepped on? <laughs> I haven't been stepped on, but he went through a panel, the panel that I was standing in front of and narrow miss on that one (laughs) (laughs) a moment of god's uh, blessing and provision in your life right not not to be hit like that you know so you have 
these sports that make up rodeo, explain to people how that comes from ranching, right? Because this isn't just a sport that's like we're throwing a ball in a hoop. These reflect actual work that takes place on a ranch, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, some of the classic examples are uh, tie-down roping, for example. Tie-down roping is one guy comes out of the rope and shoot. He ropes a calf. He ties him down. Um, that comes from being able to doctor cattle out in the middle of the pasture by yourself. Of course, you're not timed in the middle of the pasture, right? Take a little, little more time when you're out in the pasture. But we just basically did what we do on the ranch and, and turned it into a sport. Not really any different with team roping. You know, we effectively team rope within a branding pen. So when we're marking cattle every spring or every fall, depending on if you're spring or fall calvers, um, you know, if you're out there doing branding, you're heading and healing them most times. Um, and so you you have two riders, both rope, rope each end and lay them down nice and soft and then doctor them, do all the things you need to do, vaccinate and let them go. So then where does barrel racing and bull riding come in? Uh, I think those are mostly just a challenge, right? Everybody has a need for speed or a little bit of an adrenaline rush. So they were morphed certainly out of ranching, but they're more of the adrenaline rush, I think. And I think uh, cowboys with a little whiskey in them going, I'm going to go try to ride the bull. See, see how long you can time me for. Friends, uh, we are talking with Natalie McFarland of McFarland Productions. She produced a whole host of documentaries for us for the 2021 Western Conservative Summit. We are live in National Finals Rodeo in Las Vegas, Nevada. NFR, which is like the Super Bowl of the rodeos. If you missed any part of our conversation, you can hear more of it by going to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. So this is just starting. It goes all the way through till December 10th, I believe, right? So, Natalie, if someone was to come to Las Vegas for NFR, like, would they, do they just attend a rodeo at night? Is that all that it really is? No, absolutely not. There's, like you said, there's 10 days of rodeo and you definitely don't want to miss a performance. Uh, you definitely at least want to go to one performance, but there's watch parties all over town. There's trade shows everywhere. There's ropings and bucking horse sales and cutting competitions and everything you can think of is in Las Vegas. There's tons and tons of entertainment. There's concerts at almost every hotel. Um, the watch parties and the after parties are, are absolutely a, a kick in the pants and, and some of the finest shopping in all of the Western lifestyle. Yeah, they have a thing called the Cowboy Christmas. And so if you're looking for like a giant trade show, I mean, it is huge. It's up there with the National Western Stock Show as far as the size of the trade show. By the way, that's about 30 days from uh, happening in Denver, Colorado. And if you've never been to that, that is an, a, a really remarkable, I believe, three weeks or something like that. It is, it is a, a really big family oriented event to highlight western stock um that'll be coming up in january national western stock show in denver colorado friends we're up against a commercial break we'll be right back continuing our, our conversation all things rodeo at the national finals rodeo in las vegas you're listening to the frontier freedom radio hour <laughs> 